The Gina and Maddie podcast. We have been waiting for this person this morning. Very excited and very honoured to be joined on the phone this morning by the Prime Minister, Mr Anthony Albanese. Uh, Mr Prime Minister, are you there? I am indeed. Good morning to you. Looking forward to being on the coast this morning. Yeah, well, <sighs> you, are, you are off to the Peninsula Urgent Care Clinic today. I am. It's one of the 58 we've put in place around the country. And today I'll be with, of course, uh, the good doctor there. Uh, it's fantastic that you've got a local member in uh, Dr. Reed who, of course, uh, served and continues to do a bit of work. He does. <laughs> support. He was there at, at Wyong Hospital for a long period of time, but he's doing a fantastic job promoting health care in particular. And today, the birthday of Medicare, we have good news as well, which is our tripling of the bulk billing incentive for Medicare means that more people are seeing the doctor uh, for free, uh, some 360,000 additional people in November and December alone. And bulk billing was in free fall, but mm. we've not only arrested the decline, it's increasing by 5% on the Central Coast alone, and that's made a big difference. Well, it was a big concern there, Prime Minister, with the, the cost of living and people not being able to afford to go to a doctor, maybe skipping you know, appointments that they should be going to, not buying the medication because it's so expensive. Uh, does that help with this? Oh, it certainly does. So we've, Australians have saved $250 million since we introduced our cheaper medicines plan. That took place in January last year. So making an enormous difference, something actually dropping in price from $42.50 down to $30, mm. making a difference. The tripling of the bulk billing incentive is making a difference. The 11% drop in childcare costs uh, that has been found since uh, July 1, that's making a difference. But of course, our tax cut plan for every Australian taxpayer to get a tax cut will also make an enormous difference. Um, some 66,000 people in the Robertson electorate, 85% of people on the coast uh, will make a difference because they'll get a bigger tax cut. Um, with the tax cut, there's a lot of buzz around about these um, stage three tax cuts, broken promises, that kind of thing. Do, 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 do you think that there's more smoke than fire when it comes to this broken promise? Because uh, it's, to me, I like I just a just a normal dude that doesn't quite get everything right, Mr. Prime Minister. But I look at it as like, okay, it's just politicians maybe going back on their word. We're used to that. that that's been something that's been happening for years, um, but. People going, okay, okay, he's broken a promise, but it, they don't understand that they're actually going to be okay about it. Is that is that? Do you think what's sort of missing in the clickbait headlines? Well, this is something that happened two elections ago, and so this uh, was a, a, a Liberal Party plan for different stages of, uh, of tax cuts. Uh, the economy has changed in the last five years, mm. and you can't can't run around. I've got a responsibility as Prime Minister not to say, oh, well, there's cost of living pressures out there, but I can't do anything about it. I can do something about it, and we are doing something about it. Making sure that every taxpayer, not just some, gets a tax cut is good policy. And people on average incomes will get double the tax cut that they were going to get. And it will particularly benefit people on the coast, in our regions. Uh, this isn't 
an area where there's a whole lot of people earning uh, my income, earning uh, over two hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, definitely not. And and it will make an enormous difference. And guess what? Those people will shop in the local small businesses. They'll contribute to the local economy because uh, if you're a low and middle income earner, you're not saving any tax cut. No, uh, you'll spend it. And that will have benefit for business as well. There'll be increased labour supply. This is good policy. And it's not an easy decision. I get that. I get that it was going to be contentious. But it's the right decision, which I'm taking and the government's taking for all of the right reasons. For me, like I, I try and put it in my terms, it's kind of like... I, like it was a bit, it would be a big call for you to do because it's like the parents that like promise their kids something mm-hmm. and they're like okay we're going to go to the water park we're going to go to the water park we're going to do that in a couple of years and the kids are like yes we're going to go to the water park then you have to get together and go oh no we can't go to the water park mm-hmm. do you sit in a room and go how are we going to break this to the Australian public knowing that we've promised them something but then we're going to go back on our word about it and how do, how do you manage the expectation then. Well, instead of going to the local water park with a, a few sprinklers, mm. uh, we're going to a theme park. We're kind of wet and wild. Oh, uh, look at that. FM analogies everywhere, Mr. Prime Minister. We're everyone, where everyone's going to get to go, not just some kids. Yeah. Everyone's going to get to go. The, the whole class, if you like, will <laughs> get to go. And, and they'll get to stay there for longer. They'll get bigger benefits. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, you know, that is what this is about. Is it good policy or not? And if you uh, do something, as I said, the world, the economy is changing five years. We've had a global pandemic. We've had a war in Ukraine. We've had a range of interest rate increases. And people, people know that that's the case. Uh, people know that the Reserve Bank governor, the, the former incumbent there, told people... Mm that there would be no interest rate increases until this year, until 2024. Then what did we have, eight or nine? What did we end up uh, getting? uh, 13. 13, yeah, wow, okay. So it it has placed pressure on cost of living and my responsibility is to have the guts to make the right decisions. Right. And that is what we have done. You did mention, like, uh, cost of living and shopping. Across the Central Coast, like, you've got, like, uh, the insurance companies and energy companies still hiking their prices. Petrol's through the roof. Grocery shopping is another thing that Gina and I have spoken about mm-hmm. quite, a, quite a lot on this show, is how expensive it is to go shopping at the moment. But then you hear that the farmers aren't taking any extra money. They're not yeah. getting any extra money out of it. We're, so if we're paying more at the checkout, the farmers aren't getting that coin, Prime Minister. Where is there something you can do there to have a look at go, well, what's happening? We certainly are having a, a very strong uh, look at it and, and uh, empowering the ACCC, which is the competition body, basically, to have a look at what they can do because we want to make sure that if farmers are getting less mm. for what they're selling, uh, then that should be passed through at the checkout to customers. And we want to make sure that that occurs. We had good news yesterday in that inflation uh, has moderated now to 4.1% yep. in the year to December. And and that is very good news. It's down from uh, 5.4% in the September quarter. So... It's heading in the right direction. Could that mean an interest rate cut? 
Well, of course, it's made independently by the Reserve Bank. Yeah. But it, it, it's the key. Yeah. To, so we have uh, had a plan to provide cost of living relief whilst putting that downward pressure on inflation. And, and that is why this plan as well on tax, why it's revenue neutral, because we wanted to make sure that that ongoing pressure that we've had to, to bring inflation down is having the right impact. And, and it certainly is. Uh, there's more work to do, mm. but the plan is working. And that uh, is very positive news. Uh, the Reserve Bank will meet uh, soon. Yep. Uh, they meet, of course, next uh, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm. And and what it means now is that the projections certainly are, uh, without preempting that decision, uh, that uh, interest rates will stay where they are. But I, I want to see inflation brought back down uh, to you know that two to three percent range is the objection uh, is the objective. Yeah. And and we're getting close. Uh, when we hit 4.1. Now, our guest this morning is Prime Minister Anthony Albanese. Uh, something you wouldn't have to worry about the cost of living is if you won the $200 million Powerball tonight. That's for sure. Oh, Prime, <laughs> Prime Minister, it's Gina Jeffries here. Great. And uh, this morning, we've been giving our listeners a chance to win a ticket in the Powerball for tonight for the $200 million. And the big, heavy-hitting question I have for you, Prime Minister, is do you buy a ticket in the $200 million <laughs> lotto? And if you, if you win it, uh, what do you do? Like, a lot of people want to give up their job. <laughs> no, well, I, I don't buy a ticket. I think that it might be controversial if, if I won uh, the uh, $200 million. Uh, so I don't buy a ticket, uh, but I I sincerely hope, and I'm sure that uh, Emma and Gordon there on the, on the coast would be mm. uh, hoping that one of their constituents wins. Uh, and I, I just hope uh, someone who's a, who's a battler, uh, wins uh, the yeah. the the big bucks tonight, or you know it. Uh, I, I know that. Uh, who knows what you'd do with two hundred oh. million? Oh, it's kind of think about it, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I know what I do. Indeed. I know what I do. I try my hardest to find some Taylor Swift tickets. Now, I've heard, <laughs> I've heard a rumor, uh, Mr. Prime Minister, that you are a huge Swifty. Am, am I am I barking up the right tree? <laughs> yeah, you, you you are right. <laughs> I um I I DJ'd a bit as I think you know. I think mm. we've spoken about that before. Yeah. And if you want to get uh, for charity, or for, often I'll do it for the you know, local PNC of my local primary school. If you <laughs> want to get little kids up dancing, just play Shake It Off, and they oh, they totally. go off. And they do all that. They do all the hand moves and everything, and they know the rap bit. They know everything, um, and that got me listening to the the, the lyrics, of course. Of, mm. of they, she's actually a great songwriter, and then I really got into uh, folklore and the when she brought out uh, folklore Lock, and uh, lockdown yeah. albums. Yeah, they were they were awesome, <laughs> and it's really quite uh, comforting uh, listening to it. Uh, while while travelling, I spent a lot of time on the move, of course. Yeah. So, and, so does uh, that mean the last album as well was just uh, midnight? Was does amazing. that mean we're going to see you at either the Sydney or Melbourne concert, uh, Mr. Prime Minister? Are you going to be going along? Uh, the plan is to try to see uh, Tay Tay <laughs> in, uh, in in Sydney. Yep. And uh, 
Jody, my partner, is very much. She's a good coastie, of course. Yep. Uh, King Cumber High School and represent Woi Woi <laughs> Public School. Uh, she, uh, of course, uh, is a is is a very uh, loyal coastie and a loyal Swifty as well. Okay, so there's a lot of desperate parents out there, including me. So I, it would be remiss of me and my nine-year-old daughter would be uh, be shooting me if I didn't say, I know you are a tragic South Sydney Rabbitohs fan. I'm the ground announcer okay. and on-field presenter for the mighty Manly Seagulls. So if you somewhere can't go along to that Taylor Swift concert and you have those spare tickets, I would happily... You expect I th- me to give it to a Manly supporter? Well, <laughs> I, I would. Round 16. It, it, it round 16. Worse, you could have said roosters. Oh, gosh, no, I'm not that bad. <laughs> Round 16, the Rabbitohs are playing the Seagulls. I'd be more than happy to wear a, to wear a Bunnies jersey while doing the announcing if you can't go wow. along to that concert and, you know, I hooked an old mate up on the radio. Look, I'm just throwing it out there, Prime Minister. I'm just throwing it out there. That's a very big call you're prepared to make. Oh. There I, uh, I used to go to with my cousin. Karen Jane, who might be listening, she's a coastie. She lives uh, up there on the central coast. Uh, she's older than me. She used to take me to Brookie. I used to catch the bus down mm. to Manly South Games, and I'd sit there as a little boy with my South Sydney jumper with number one on the back for Eric Sims, and we would uh, cheer at, at Brookie Oval, and I'd sit in amongst the mass of Manly supporters, and I've got to say, <laughs> they they were always very nice to a little boy in a bunny's jumper. Oh, well, that's good to hear, <laughs> Prime Minister. We thank you so much for your time this morning. Uh, have a, a great time on the coast today. I know Medicare's 50th birthday and you are going to the Peninsula Urgent Care Clinic today. So enjoy your time here. And uh, I know you went to, because uh, I, I work with uh, Sam Mack on Sydney Weekend, and I know you went to Hawks Brewing Co. with him on our anniversary special. But we got some great beers up here, mate. Make sure you go to Hawkesbury Brewing Co. or Six String Be- uh, Brewing Be- is, or the Central Coast Brewery while you're up here. Take a six back home because we make good beers here too, mate. It's it's always good to be on the coast. Really looking forward to it. The Gina and Maddie Podcast. For more great comedy shows like this, head to novapodcast.com.au.